Welcome back to the Whiskey and Tequila Podcast. This is your host, Cass. And this is your host, co-host, actually, Trey Lorenz. And we're back with another review. Yes, it's been, well, we came an episode last week, right? No, we did not. We did it? No. Oh, man. We did an episode prior, right, for Ant-Man? Um, that wasn't last week, is it? I thought it was. Was it? It might have been. Well, damn. No, because last week we were in San Antonio. So sorry, guys. So my bad. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. I said that just so I can get that joke off. Okay, sure. Shout out to all my Leah fans. All right. So we're back with the review of Creed 3. Yes, the third installment of this. Creed sub-franchise of the Rocky franchise? of the Rocky franchise, yeah. Yep. This one, we are, this time we got... Star in the directing chair, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan directing this movie. All right, so quick um, premise of the movie. We have uh, Michael B. Jordan. He is uh, stepping away from boxing, retiring, and trying to live a nice, happy, retired life, but yet he gets a blast from the past from an unlikely source, old friend, Diamond Damian Anderson. They have a complicated history, to say the least. To say the least. All right, so we're going to talk about who the director is, obviously, starring, of course, we got Michael B. Jordan. Um, John the Majors. John the Majors, Tessa Thompson is back. Um, Wood Harris as, what's, his, what's the trainer's name in the movie? I don't know. I just realized, I, I, I know his, he's the son of he the He says trainer. it all the time, yeah, but I, I just can't think totally of a, forget. Jesus, but anyways. Yeah, so this one, uh, we have... Uh, if you notice, we did not say Sylvester Stallone. He chose, depending on who you ask, he either chose to step away from the franchise for this particular movie or he was not asked to come back as they wanted to kind of have a pass of the torch moment and take the franchise to different places. Um, so he is, uh, I guess you could say, suspiciously gone. I mean, at this point, my whole thing, if, if let's say it is because he's, He's no longer part of the franchise. I don't want him. He is still, how a, many, he, he how is still many? a producer, to be fair. He is still a producer. Yeah, because he's not getting his money. He's not gonna he's not dumb. To be fair, also shout out to Ryan Coogler. Also a, producer. Okay. Shout out to Ryan he, he he deserves the money. Yes, he does. But <laughs> what I'm saying is for Sylvester, it's like it makes no sense for him not to be there if they chose him not to be there. Because I'm like, how how far are you gonna go with the Creed franchise? Obviously, Rocky didn't do so well after so many sequels. So oh, I feel like I this would have been I a. I say that Rocky. So Rocky as Rocky has six movies. Yeah, there's one through five, then the six, which is called Rocky or Big Call Balboa, one of the two. Um, so yeah, six movies, and I would argue four and a half of them are really good. Right. So my thing is this: this seems like a really good conclusion. I don't think there's anywhere else you need to go. But well, in my opinion, for Rocky or for Creed? For Creed. Okay, let's let's get to move before we get to the okay, franchise. So, start off like, as we always start off with things we like, things we didn't like. Uh, for me, I loved, 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 loved the character motivations for Jonathan Major's character, Damien. Um, I think he so obviously he he portrays a recently released old from jail old friend of uh, Creed and. Every scene he's on camera, it's he's pretty much you. You really forget whose movie this is, quote unquote, supposed to be. Like who is the protagonist <laughs> or the main character? Actually, I guess you could call it because 
he is he he is the main character. Him and of course, shout out to Tessa Thompson, who is stellar in her limited role because her her screen time has gone down. I, I bet if you like line up the minutes, her on camera time in each movie has steadily decreased. And I'm not saying awesome for sexist reasons. It's just that they've. It's not sh- about her, but yeah, they've shot more and more away from her character um, as the movies have, as the franchise has gone on. Yeah, obviously the first one she was the main love interest. The second one, he she was, was a music. She was she, showing yeah, her music. She and actually showed a little bit of her career and her yeah. growth. And then for this one, she's not relegated to just motherhood, but they kind of use her as a prop up for a lot of metaphors and towards ethics. creeds. Like, cause I mean, there's a scene where he asked her, you don't have an issue with someone else singing your song, which is supposed yeah. to be like a, a wink, wink at someone else living your life, which is yeah. Damien's biggest issue with Creed. Spoiler, I guess. So they use her as kind of like kind of a plot device, but when she did have her limited time, she rocked out. I think she's great. Yes. Agreed. Um, anything else? I'm just doing this. I mean, that's the first. We'll get through more someone. Like okay. That's the first. Issue. So for me, the same thing. I love Jonathan Majors, Tessa Thompson. They stole the scenes that they were in. Um, the next thing I really loved was some of the cinematography. It was pretty good. Like some of the the boxing scenes were really well shot, as they always are. Um, and some of like the there's like some newscasting. I thought that was pretty clever and funny because it's like you're watching it through TV, even though you're not. It's in a movie. So I that's why I had a lot, had more I want to get talking about. I want to let you get some some uh, thoughts there. The boxing choreography, um, and honestly, I feel like in all the Rocky franchise is usually pretty good. The Rocky ones are a little more over the top because that's the product of the era that they were in, where everything was just over dramatized. And as the Creeds came out, they tried to make it a little bit more realistic. Like boxers wouldn't just take ten shots to the head, just keep going the tenth round. They'd be concussed or dead, right? Like that. That's just yeah. what happened. So. And this one, and I even leaned over to you, and I was like, they modeled his boxing this time, it felt to be more like an older Floyd Mayweather. And I know this, Floyd bugs Cassandra, for those who don't know, because he, he does what, Cassandra? He runs around the ring, does not <laughs> engage. And so I'm like, you're not really boxing, you're just running around. So obviously in the previous movies, each, time they had their training montage their focus on something different right so for creed 2 he had to get bigger and stronger to withstand the punishment of fighting drago right because drago was this over imposing physical dominating fighter for this third one um they focused it looked like he they, they acknowledged you have broken bones here your spleen was lacerated you got 10 concussions you're not gonna get no bigger you're not gonna get no younger so let's not even try right let's focus on honing your craft of boxing and getting you more agile and mental clarity. And mental clarity. Since you're fighting, you're, you're mostly just fighting your own demons inside, right? So his boxing style in this one, I felt like was more, even more realistic for what I would imagine an older boxer to be. Because like you, we all saw Floyd fight some of his more last fights with Pacquiao and things like that. He wasn't trying to throw haymakers. He was trying to weigh himself, you know what I'm saying? Buy his time, avoid getting hit. Um, and that liked it because in this movie, Jonathan Major's character, he is, even though he is older than Creed's character is about, I think three or four years actually mm-hmm. but he's physically bigger he's at least a couple inches taller looks like he got about 30 pounds which is like do they have weight classes in the Rocky franchise I don't know <laughs> but uh, I like the boxing though so as well to agree with you yeah I also like the story I think the story um it was well written I think for the most part you know this is what happened in the past. This is what's going on now. This is where we're trying to go. And this is where it's going to end. Um, I think that it had a really good flow of the movie. 
Um, and the antagonistic part of Jonathan Major's character just gets under your skin. But at the same time, you understand his motivations. So it's like, he can't stand this dude, but he makes sense. Yeah, I, I'd agree with this. Like, every time he was specifically in the ring, I look he had to look away because I thought I thought this is going to end badly. Yeah, and because you you could tell because of his character that he's he, he's not unhinged, but he's just not like he he's not all there. He's not all there, right? And so like, and they they characterize what I th- I mean I was I would have been in prison. And thankfully, I don't know that any people who have been in prison. Thankfully, in my life, I should say. Um, but I've seen enough fights in MMA or boxing that I, and people who have you know former prison time that they never discussed it like. You get incarcerated, you, you come out a little different. You know, your mindset, it takes, it takes them a while to come back and get back to normal society, right? And so for uh, my, Jonathan Major's character, he comes out. He's only, been off, he's only been home for like two weeks before he get, gets involved with creating and fighting things. So he wouldn't have had time to really get back into the flow of society, right? So he still probably has some, some of that institutionalized mindset, and it, and it bleeds into his boxing. Like, let's be honest, he was a dirty piece of he He's a dirty he's fighter. He's a dirty fighter, right? And... That makes sense when you're most of your boxing record and training comes from prison where you're you're trying to fight and quote unquote hone your craft. You're also just trying to survive. Yeah. And so I, I liked his uh characterization of uh, I guess a person who had who had that kind of um, upbringing, you could say. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna go into what I didn't like. Um so I didn't like the the pace of the movie to a certain degree, because I feel like you don't know what time like how how long it's been so you get the first like flashback and then you get today's date like today's whatever date and the future and then now you're getting they're doing all these training montages he um john de majors spoiler alert went to one of the fights not against creed but against another fighter and then Creed wants to fight him, but I'm like, how long did it take before you decided to fight him? How long has he been champion? Is he trying to champ? Because like they did show that, you know, John Demajors got money at one point, and he gets his nice apartment. But I'm like, okay, how long has it been? Is he still fighting other people? Is this his first fight? Is, did he only have two fights? Did he have three fights? I, I'm so confused on timeline. I'd agree with you on that. That also it felt like it, it happened in it a week. It was noticeable. To me, I wouldn't say it bothered me. It was noticeable just because, and I think a lot of that probably comes with a first-time director just not really understanding some of the nuances of showing time dilation, maybe, or just yeah. how to signify um, time passing. Exactly right. So, because you're right, we from where we're from when we are the the movie literally opens with a fight, and and uh, the commentators mentioned this is going to be, you know, Creed's last fight, and da 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 da, and, and then of course the fight happens, then. Um, they do a slight on camera saying X amount of months later or years later, and literally the next scene is him meeting uh, Jonathan Majors again since he's first time out of jail, right? So, and then from there, Jonathan Majors gets trained, joins the gym, and he gets a fight through some shady circumstances with the current champion. But we have no idea how much time was in between that. Yeah, they mentioned that one of the reasons he has that the current champion has a window of fighting is because the biggest contender is not available for six months. So he doesn't want to wait six months. So we know it's not that long from when Jonathan Majors was get, gets introduced. But even from there, from the fight, first fight Jonathan Majors character has to the final fight, which we all know what the final fight is going to end up being, 
I had no idea how long it had been. Yeah, me neither. And so they, they don't say, oh, the fight's going to be on Christmas Day. Like, like at, least, at least they did in Rocky. They said, fight's going to be on Christmas. We have the time it takes Rocky to go to Russia. And even in Rocky, they show Rocky 4, Rocky grows a beard. So, yeah. okay, at least they, <laughs> there's enough time to show that Rocky can grow a beard, right? And this one, there's not much other than Jonathan Major's Hairline hair gets a little longer, maybe. Like maybe. his hair gets a little, little more unkept. But the other thing I didn't like about the movie was, um, oh my god, I just had it and I lost it. Oh, I'm gonna, it'll get come back to me. What did you not like? Yeah. So, um, continuing on some things that I guess kind of bothered me. Um, I, I we initially watching it, I remember thinking, where is Sylvester Long? And I was, I loved it to listen to it afterwards. I just understand he maybe didn't want to be involved. He didn't want to didn't want to ha- didn't want to have him involved, so he kind of passed the torch. I just still feel like that should have been at least somewhat of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, we, he's still alive in this universe because a, a major character passes away, and it's odd because Rocky's character is not there at their funeral. So I'm like, is Rocky dead or did he move away? Like nothing. Ha- so like that. That is no a call. really small. It, it, it honestly did not impact the, the entire. Movie plot, it was something that just I just noticed, and that just bugged me as a weirdo who notices weird things like that. Um, so that bugged me. Um, I was trying to avoid saying this. The we both talked about how we like Tessa Thompson, we like Jonathan Majors, we haven't said Michael B. Jordan, and I've had this long standing <laughs> idea and feeling about Michael B. Jordan is that I say he can't act. That's probably a little more harsher than honestly I feel about him. It is more harsher because he can. He can. Act. Yes, he's he's a he's, he's a world class actor compared to like me, right? Right, but he's but got a smaller range. That's what I've I've come out from his low key been going crazy in acting, right? From Black Panther to this, then like that, and the whole Creed franchise. It's not that he can't act; he has a set range of emotions or or acting roles that he's very good at. Like he's very good at showing certain emotions, and that when he gets to I'll just say like anger, right? He has couple where he's yelling and he's he's supposed to be angry and mad. He's arguing with Tessa Thompson, uh, his wife character, and I literally looked at Alexander. I just laughed, and like I laughed too. Not because like the writing was bad. Just I just didn't buy him being in that, mad in that scene. In that scene, yeah. Versus like every time, every scene where Jonathan Major's character was upset or yelling or showing emotions, like. Yeah, I, get I believe it. that. Like yeah. I believe, I believe you probably would feel the way. Like I really get. It. Don't I want the one quick caveat because you mentioned you liked. I'm not want to call this out. You liked watching like the TV shows because you watch like you're watching it at home. Yeah. All right. As a person who watches first take, you can't call in. They don't have call ins first take. Oh, I don't watch. That, like, I know. I'm just saying, that that just made me laugh because first of all, in the first take it's it's daylight on set, but Jonathan Major is calling at nighttime. Oh yeah, he was. And they, they 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 made a point to say this is live TV, so it's not like they taped it and just aired it the next day. So that that just made me laugh because I'm like, oh, well, congrats! To, hey, good for you, Stephen A. Smith. Get a paycheck. Hope you get paid for this. Good for you, Stephen A. Smith. But that kind of made me um kind of just laugh. I know you, you enjoyed it, but um, do you want to get into anything spoiler filled, or you want to kind of discuss more of the, the Creed franchise and kind of your? No, rankings? we can go into spoilers, and I think that would just turn into my thoughts. I was trying to figure out what I was trying to say earlier, and I kind of remember, but then I lost it again. All right, so we're at the 15, 45, and change mark. We're about to go some spoilers. So if you've not yet seen Creed, go at Creed 3. Go ahead and pause us. Go watch it and come back. Please watch Alamo Draft House. Get that, yeah. get that, uh, that sponsorship eventually. Anyways, <laughs> so spoilers. So Jonathan Major's character, he, he 
he he comes back home and he gets um, some work, quote unquote, by being a sparring partner with the current heavyweight champion, uh, your boy, your family, your blood, your kin, Chavez. Chavez. <laughs> and uh, through some shady tactics. And so uh, Tessa Thompson has a album release party, something like that. And Chavez there. And Chavez actually is scheduled to fight Drago. Um, and so right before this, or maybe a day before this, I guess, or a week before, who knows? You don't have passage of time very well. But uh, Jonathan Majors tells Creed, I want a shot at the champ. And he's like, well, you, are, you ain't had a fight yet. You are nobody. And to Jonathan Major's credit, it was a really good line. He was like, so was you when you got your first title fight, wasn't it? And yeah. I was like, damn, that's a very good point. <laughs> so he sets up Drago to be injured. Uh, he has his boy go injure Drago so Drago can't fight for like six, eight months, which opens up the spot for a, a fighter to, you know, the heavyweight champ has to fight somebody to get the payday, right? And so Cree, against his better judgment, decides to set up this underdog story of, his boy, Damien versus the heavyweight champ. And, uh, of course, it goes predictably, but not actually not that predictably, because I thought he was actually going to kill him in the ring. Like he, I thought so, too. I thought he was going to kill him in the ring. Jeez, oh, I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's going to die, because the, the weight difference is crazy. But yeah. Anyways, so that, that, and that fight scene shows some of the characterizations of Jonathan Majors that I like. Like, he's, he gets in the fight, and he's honestly losing. Like, he's... He's kind of outclassed as a boxer. Yeah, but as a just a street fighter yeah, he, with he, boxing abilities, yeah. You, and he does like, a lot of shady. Hey, bro, go to MMA. You, you would do well there. Facts. So he, he uses a lot of kind of shady tactics to get the one up, and he ends up winning the fight. Yeah. And, and I was actually surprised he won the championship. Not that he won the fight or uh, that, that Chavez got hurt. I figured something that had to happen because it had to be something to convince Creed to get back in the ring. I was shocked that he won the championship because when Creed inevitably challenges him to fight, he challenges him for the belt. And I was like, that was just an interesting choice because the whole purpose of this movie is like you retired. They said all the time you're old. He's older. He's older than you, champ. Like you, you've been you've been retired for three years. What's the point of beating him and taking the belt? Because it's not like it's not I like it's not like he's going to defend it again. What was the point of like, I agree with that. I was thinking like about writer, that. Like, why make him champion to, to lose? That's, that part I never understood. My, my thing was, too, I didn't understand that either because I'm like, okay, well, he got the belt. Now you get the belt back, but he still can fight. Like, people already saw him on TV, and they're going to continue giving him um, the opportunity to fight other people. Yeah. So is it just a pride thing? And that that was my Which whole. is, and, that's, I, and I think, because maybe they wanted to go a different direction than the other Rocky movies because in Rocky Four, he actually surrenders the belt because when Drago, and so I've been watching this movie, Drago kills obviously Apollo in an mm-hmm. exhibition fight. Rocky fights Drago, but not for the championship. He just because he's like, I'm just going to fight because I need to avenge my fallen friend. But it yeah, wasn't. But I'm like, time. you're not even killing him, so it doesn't. What did you avenge? But regardless, whatever. Okay, fine. It would have made. I guess they didn't want to go. You. Yeah, I guess they want to go too much into the using the same, the exact same trope as the Rocky franchise because. Yeah, it, it kind of left a little bit of like, all right, well, unless you're going to just retire with the belt again, it didn't make sense. For, like, it makes sense that he has a, something has to happen to one of his fighters to make him want to fight uh, Jonathan Major's character. It just didn't make sense for him to be the champion at the time. 
But I guess they had to have him become champion because that was his thing. He wanted to be world champion, so they had to give him some some kind of yeah. high. I mean, I guess also because John the Major kept on taunting and saying, well, I'm the world champion now, and you're kind of nobody, and you, like, you're trash. You wouldn't even be here without me. Yeah. And two Jonathan Majors. Okay, so this is a ma- major spoiler. So Jonathan uh, Majors. did there. <laughs> Jonathan Majors character and, uh, well, Creed, whatever his name is, were friends at, young friends when yeah, they were teenagers. That's not a spoiler. That was in the trailer. Okay, no, that, that was in the trailer. But they were both housed in like a group home. A group home. Yeah. And so. Creed gets triggered when he sees one of the former abuser, physical abuser, physical abuser, because he's like, oh, used to be my foster parent, whatever, beats him up. Jonathan Majors sticking up for uh, Creed Creed, comes up with a gun and, you know, points it. cop comes and then he he, Creed 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 runs. Creed runs. Okay, Creed, you owe him your whole fucking life. And I agree with Jonathan Majors because low key. This wouldn't happen if you weren't fighting that dude. He literally was just there because you were getting pounded on because you started a fight. And then you left him and let him go to jail and didn't even talk to him. And he didn't he didn't write you out and say, hey, it was actually that kid. To he be was fair, he went to jail for the gun charge. The He's, gun charge the, and assault. Well, that the, the assault didn't help. He went to jail for the gun charge. And he ran. He said, we both ran. He got caught. I did it. Yeah. So that, and he, plus... And as Jamie said, he had priors. He did have priors. So that's but, why it's, that, it's the time stacked on top of each other, right? Yeah, but I just think it was so dumb because I'm like, Creed, he didn't rat you out the whole time that he could Well, to have. be fair, Creed. He could have rat you out. I'm like, it was actually not To me. be fair, Creed wasn't unwilling to help. He, he You see, he tried to give him some bread. Yeah, but I think. Would set him up a, a job. He tried to give him a no, job but that's a spar. Not, the, the whole point was that. John the Major feels slighted and feels like, hey, you're having the life that I should have had because I sacrificed my life and didn't turn you in, but I, I should have. I also think it it, it, it hurt John the Majors because he thinks, he, like I said, he ran away and he thinks that Creed just didn't write. He, Creed just tried to forget about him and take his life over because as Felicia Rashad's character, Mama Creed, um, he, hit, she, she hit, she hit the, the nail, the, the mail, right? So, yeah. Could create a reach out on his own? Of course. But he didn't know that Damien was trying to reach out to him and you know, talk to him, chop it up with him um, the entire time. So that probably hurt John Majors as much as well, as Karen, I should say. And which is why by the end of it, they have their final fight and it's like it, they've kind of quote-unquote resolved it. it. And that's right. one thing I want to talk about, uh, kind of going back to things I liked. And it's kind of goes toward the end of the episode, like how we ranked the franchise. This movie... Most of the movies are about. It's rarely about fighting. It's like about like the first one is life. the first one's about you know creating your own path, your own legacy. The second one is about honoring your father, kinda, and 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 and, and avenging your legacy, your father's legacy, whatever you want to call and it, not losing and yourself. not losing yourself. Um, this the third one. It's really it feels like it's about forgiveness. Like yeah. you got to forgive yourself for your past and moving on with your past, yeah. and not letting it control you. Um. The fight was kind of secondary. The fight was secondary, which I didn't. I actually did not mind. Oh, I, I didn't mind it actually. And one last thing, I did not. I did not like. Y'all so, should talk about it. Go ahead. So this movie had great cinematography. I, I would say, in my opinion, ninety-eight percent. The, <laughs> the two percent is there's a fight and they do this weird. We're already in the sport. Go ahead. It's the final fight. This is this is the final fight and there's a like hate like they're fighting a real this, actual. The first two rounds are like. 
standard boxing, boxing cinematography. Yeah. Then I don't know where it turns into a jail cell and no everybody disappears. It's just Jonathan Majors and um uh Creed. Creed fighting. And yeah, there's the group home in the background. The group there's home. The, there's the like jail cell. Green screen. I'm like, what is this? They follow, they follow it, Wakanda uh, astro, astro plane. It was It was so strange. I was like, who who said this was what we needed? I was we were doing so well. Literally. The, the fight was so good. And then great choreograph. Then you come out of it and they're like, round eleven. I'm like, wait, we were just on round two. And it has been not even two seconds. It's not like they went two, four, six, eleven. No, it was just like from 2 to 11, and I'm like, and they don't even look like they're beat up, beat up. So I'm confused. Yeah, that that kind of threw me for a loop because in the opening fight, it showed... The progression. Well, not the progression. It actually showed how smart of a fighter Creed had become. Oh, yeah. Because he... The fight's happening like round one, round was, two, whatever case. I thought that he, was going to come back. Yeah, he me too. He no, Hey, foreshadow, right? It's like check off his gun. He notices something about the fighter that he leaves his... Ribs open when he does like a jab, some weird like boxing metaphor, or boxing style that I don't know enough about, right? And he re- talk, goes to his corner, he's like, I got him, right? Pretty much, he's like, I, I can finish it, I got him, I, I know it's gonna happen. And he, he wins because he noticed something about his fighter that helped him win. And for the third, for the final fight, it's, I, he doesn't really use any of that to win, he just, does what he did in the first one. He just like he gets knocked down, he punches the ground, and ah, ah, ah and family, and <laughs> get up, and he gets up, and he's just, and he just wins. And I was like, uh, you, you were doing so good and you showing were so, like so good. Even Jonathan Major's fight with Chavez, yeah, he he damn near breaks his shoulder, yeah, and he and he notices, oh, he can't throw that arm no more, and he yeah. says, where's that power at? Because he can't put power behind that arm, arm because he, it's injured. It's injured. And so, like, it shows that. So, y'all realize that these boxers use some mental IQ when it comes to boxing. It's not just pure power. It's not just enemies. He even says that. Yeah, you have to find the open. Yep. They, he even says that when he's talking to his daughter, trying to train his daughter how to fight. It's not all about power, it's mental. But so you have all that. But for your final fight, it just turns into kind of what all Rocky fights turn into just rah, rah, rah. That should be the episode title, rah, rah, rah. But <laughs> that kind of just annoyed me. And Creed I was like, 3, rah, rah, rah. Creed 3, rah, rah, rah. Um, yeah, that kind of annoyed me as, like, as a boxing fan of the franchise. Yeah. But it was, it like, was still a good movie. Overall, good movie. Okay, so if I had to do the franchise in order, what's my favorite to least? They're Creed in order. Only, Creed only, Creed only. Creed only, they're in order. So you go one, Creed 1's the best, Creed 2's the second. And then Creed yeah, because Creed 1 is remake of Creed. Of, of, uh, Creed 1 is the same as Rocky 1. Yes, Rocky 1. Call of Spade Spade. Yes, but I still think the acting was better in this movie. And then Creed 2 was, what was that other, what other movie? <laughs> it's, it's. Rocky. It's Rocky. Four, three, three. It's Rocky. So three. it's Rocky three. It was good, you know. Not, not. He not, loses the first time, comes back, gets stronger, yeah. and wins a bit. Yeah. yeah. So same, same old, same old. Gets a new trainer. It's the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say in order, and then also the first two feel like there was way more boxing. This movie seemed more about the personal life with boxing in the background. That's fair. Um, I'd actually go two, three. One. I'm surprised you say that because last time you said you really hated two. I said I hated two. You said you hated two because you said it was boring and you know Michael Jordan just doing talking to Tessa Thompson. That's all he was doing and you know uh, making a fit. Uh, maybe in a 
in, during a moment of moment of my I didn't like Michael Jordan's acting. <laughs> but but I used to like that. I would like that movie a lot. And you're and, like, and to be fair, I've gone back and rewatched Creed two a lot because like, it's Loki always on Southwest planes. Yeah, I don't know why it's just always on Southwest. So I've watched like a lot. Not to like brag, but I'm playing a lot. But I have to watch. Anyways, um, I like it because it has the most boxing. In hindsight, and that's why I've changed my view on it because it actually has the most like, because you get the opening scenes of Drago doing his fights in Russia. Mm -hmm. You get Kree's fights and they fight twice. Like there ends up being like five fights fights. in that movie. Yeah. And they're kind of not long, but they're long enough. Yeah. Versus um, all of them. And the reason I have Creed one at the end is because it could be damn near a shot for shot remake of Rocky one. Yeah. And nothing that's bad. It's not bad at all. But it's like, okay, I've seen this before. I want to have seen it done better, but Rocky one technically did win an Oscar. So I was like, uh, shit, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. person. But all right. But um, yeah, I would go two, three, one. Um, I think the actors of three are better than the actors in one. Like, Michael Jones is the same in pretty much, like, acting skills part of the same level yeah. in all of them. Um, but the bad guy, quote unquote, bad guy. Uh, Creed one was just not as good of an actor, and because I think he's a real life boxer first off, so it's not mm-hmm. fair to him. But um, he was as good of an actor as Jonathan Majors' character. Um, so that's why I like Jonathan Majors a little bit more. That's why I think this movie gets the nod over, um, the first one. But yeah. uh, I did say that there, uh, I did see there they they're already in talks of. Uh, well, Jonathan, well, Michael Jordan was asked, "Does he envision a fourth movie in the franchise?" And he said, "For sure." So he said maybe even possibly spinoffs. Spinoffs? Like, no. But okay, fine. Whatever. So, uh, at this we'll point. See. Would I see hey, him? Probably. Everything, everything is a franchise at this point. Like, I agree. Everything is a franchise. Everything's a universe. No, nah, no. Nah, there's no. What, what other boxing universe is there? Well, this is going to be the boxing universe. You're going to have a bunch of boxing movies that just all connected somehow. Anyways. Give it a shot, ready? Um, I would give it a one shot. Not because it needs it, but I just think that, you know. The intensity of these boxing is it gets you really like tight and tense. So you just need to have some some drink to kind of relax. And the subject matter is a little more darker than the other one. So that's my that's my rating. I'm gonna give it a zero shotter actually. Um I feel like the movie's good enough to we don't need to be intoxicated for it. Um plus if you're like me, uh, when you can get out, you're gonna wanna go run a five K and get prepared. Facts. You know, you wanna go train, punch a tree. So you need to be sober <laughs> as possible. So you know what I'm saying? That's me pounding my arms. Yeah, I, wish, I wish I had video. But all right, y'all. That's going to be it for this episode. We appreciate y'all for checking in. Please tune in, like, comment, subscribe, subscribe share, share all that. See y'all, y'all next stuff. time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.